Hey, what's happening guys? Grace and peace to all of you today. I hope all is well with you. Uh, welcome back to Live the Life uh, podcast. Again, as always, we, we appreciate you listening um, and following along. And want to remind you guys to follow along on our website, www.livethelifeministry333.com. You can follow along that way. And then if you subscribe to, you know, Apple, iTunes, or uh, even Buzzsprout, I believe, um, you'll get notifications as these podcasts come out each and every week. Um, FYI. And then, uh, as you guys know, I'm texting them out <clears throat> to you guys as well. So just trying to get the word out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, man. I hope you guys had a had a good week. Um, last week's message uh, was uh, was big for me, man. You know, the Lord just has me just honing in on uh, on Him. You know, just the reality of of who He is, and you know, if Jesus didn't come and die for us, that that we would cease to even exist. We wouldn't even be here. You know, and I know we know that. You know, and we say that, and we believe that. But when you really truly marinate on that, it kind of drives you. Um, it's just made me a lot more thankful and it, it's led me to this week's message. Um, so I guess without getting too much more into it, I hope you enjoyed last week's message. Uh, Jesus plus nothing equals everything. Um, and again, we're moving out of that season of transition where God was, was breaking us and molding us and shaping us. We learned about our times in the valley and, uh, coming out of that time stronger right, and uh, transform to do God's work, and we started off with, you know, audacious faith, uh, moving into Jesus plus nothing equals everything, and, and today's message is called uh, Man in the Mirror. So last week we focused on Jesus, you know, so this week I want to focus on God, if that's okay with y'all. <laughs> so if I were to ask you uh, why we were created, why were we created, you know, what would your answer be? And, uh, you know, the answers can come from emotion, the answers can come from things you've heard, you know, various, various things, right? But I want to tell you today that we were created for God's glory. To glorify God. God plus nothing equals everything. Amen. And it says it in the word of God. Isaiah 43 verses 6 and 7. I will say to the north, give them up. And to the south, do not hold them back. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Everyone who is called by my name, whom I created, for my glory, whom I formed and made. So verse 7, whom I created for my glory. So when you're asked why you were created, you were created to glorify God. The attributes of God, who God is, 
We're going to touch on some more of that stuff as we go through this message. But we were created to bring God glory. Everything Jesus did when he was here on earth, he did to bring his Father glory. Every miracle, every healing, every prayer, every breath on earth was to bring glory to his Father. So why was the universe created? You know, this vast universe, and then we have earth in, in the midst of it. And if <laughs> I'm in a room, about a 12 by 12 room, but the, but the earth would be like a tiny speck of dust on the floor. That's that's what earth is in the universe, if, if even that. But why would God create the universe so vast, right? It's, it's that we would <laughs> have awe and reverence for who he is, right? Even creation was made for his glory. Amen? The universe was made... To bring God glory, just like we were made to bring God glory. So in Psalm 19, it says, The heavens declare the glory of God, the skies proclaim the work of his hands. Day after day they pour forth speech. Who does? Who pours forth speech? It says the heavens and the skies. Day after day, night after night, they reveal knowledge. Knowledge of what? The glory of God. The infinite power and vastness of the Almighty God, the great I Am. It says they have no speech, they use no words, no sound is heard from them, yet their voice goes out into all the earth and their words to the end of the world. In the heavens God has pitched a tent for the sun. It is like a bridegroom coming out of his chamber, like a champion rejoicing to run its course. It rises at one end of the heavens, and it makes its circuit to the other. Nothing is deprived of its warmth. And it just goes on and on and on. So even the, the heavens and the skies in creation, they glorify God. You hear me talking about that all the time, that as we're driving, I mean, out here in North Carolina, it's beautiful in the fall, man. There's so many colors. It's amazing. It's like the trees are clapping their hands and, and they're singing with all the different colors. You know what I mean? And there are no words. You need no words. It's just the glory of God and his goodness. It's amazing. So we were created to glorify God. The universe was made to glorify God. Creation happened to glorify God. That's one of the reasons it happened. So we were made in his image, right? We're all image bearers. Six million image bearers created to glorify God, right? So what is an image? What does an image do? An image images, right? Cities put up images of people, right? They... Their reflection of the original, right? To bring glory to whoever that person is or whatever it is. Uh, so we just so happen to be made in the image of God. Therefore, it is our calling and purpose to reflect the glory of God, right? An image reflects the original. We are created 
to reflect the glory of God. Genesis 1.27, so God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Right? And as we just touched on, we are a representation of the original, right? We are to reflect and glorify God. But do we? Do we reflect the glory of God? Do we reflect Him well? A mirror reflects an image. What do we see when we look in the mirror? Romans 3, 23, it says, For all have sinned and all fall short of the glory of God, and all are justified freely by His grace throughout the redemption that came by Jesus Christ. So God created this universe and everything in it for His glory. Then He created the earth so that he could display his grace, right? So we, we reflect God's glory through his glorious grace of his glorious son, Jesus Christ, who gave his life on the glorious cross. Everything for his glory. There's nothing like the grace of God. It's the most amazing thing. It's the pinnacle of God's glory. If glory was a mountain, the pinnacle of it would be grace. I believe when Jesus Christ died on the cross, and this is a Jeffism, that the blood that was spilled, I believe, or I saw a picture of that blood covering the earth. And that blood is God's grace poured out over the entire earth. It covered the entire earth and it covered every person on the earth and in the earth was covered by the grace of God. And without that grace, this world, humanity would cease to exist without the grace of God. So Romans 3 tells us that we all fall short of the glory of God. Why do we fall short? Why do we fall short? Why does it say that? Romans 1, verse 21. For although they knew God, they neither glorified Him as God, nor gave thanks to Him, but their thinking became futile, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Although they claimed to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images made to look like a mortal human being and birds and animals and reptiles. So we all fall short of the glory of God because we choose to fall short of the glory of God. So whose image are we giving glory to? The man in the mirror? Or the man on the mantle? Whose image are you reflecting? And for whose glory do you live? James 1, 
Verse 22 says, Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. So again, my encouragement to you, believers, as you choose to believe and receive Jesus Christ, you become adopted into his family, you become a son and daughter of the Most High King. And I say that proudly and definitely. And when you look in the mirror, the reflection you see should be one of a son or, or of the daughter of the Most High King. And you need to view yourself the way God views you. God is a God of love and mercy. His attributes, when we reflect His glory, is His great love for us. Born out of the great love that He had for His Son and, and the Holy Spirit, and they were all in this wonderful society living in community together before we even existed. And we were created, you know, and invited into that relationship. And when we choose to enter into that, Reflecting his glory and his goodness and his good plans for us. And again, in all these things, as I it's all scripture, man, right? So his good purposes, right? God, Jeremiah 29, 11, God, God, I have great plans for you. Plans for hope and a future. A hope and a future of what? Glorifying God, right? I'm working for the good of those who love me. For what? To glorify God. Everything that we do, every scripture you hear that, that has a benefit to us, it's to bring glory to God. So that we can share his glory with the world around us. That they might come to know him. Because like I said, his grace covered the whole earth and God wants all of his children to come to know him. He asks us to magnify him. Philippians 1, may we magnify Christ. Amen. Philippians 1.19 For I know that this will turn out for my deliverance through your prayer and the supply of the Spirit of Jesus Christ according to my earnest expectation and hope that in nothing I shall be ashamed but with all boldness as always so now also Christ will be magnified in my body whether by life or by death for to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. But if I live on in the flesh, this will mean fruit from my labor. Yet what shall I choose? I cannot tell, for I am hard-pressed between the two, having a desire to depart and be with Christ, which is far better. Nevertheless, to remain in the flesh is more needful for you. Why? To bring glory to God, right? 25, and being confident of this, I know that I shall remain and continue with you for all of your progress and joy of faith, that your rejoicing for me may be more abundant in Jesus Christ by my coming to you again, right? Every time he came, every time he visited, every time he encouraged, every time he planted a church, it was all for the glory of God. Paul reflected the glory of God well. He was very bold, very passionate about sharing the love of God and who he is and who Jesus Christ is, and what Jesus Christ 
Oh. Whew. Jesus plus nothing equals everything. So again, we need to magnify Christ, right? And we need to magnify him with a telescope, not a microscope, because one is heresy and one is praise, right? To see something great, something distant, something vast, something so large, it's, it's just incomprehensible, right? And make it more clear, that's a telescope. That's the magnification we're talking about. The vastness of the universe, right? Bringing that in, making that a little more clear to the world around us. Reflecting God's glory. By reflecting God's glory and sharing His glorious grace with the world and the glorious cross and what that means for humanity, right? It's magnifying with a telescope, right? And, and versus a microscope, which makes things, you know, makes tiny things that are invisible able to be seen. We never want to try to dissect Christ. <laughs> we want to glorify Christ in His magnitude. Okay, so be careful in that. Uh, goes on to verse 27, Only let your conduct be worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come and see you or I am absent, I may hear of your affairs, that you stand fast in one spirit and with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel, and not in any way terrified by your adversaries, which is to them proof of perdition, but to you of salvation and that from God. For to you it has been granted on behalf of Christ, not only to believe in him, but also to suffer for his sake, having the same conflict which you saw in me, and now here is in me. Right? So again, weeks ago we talked about suffering from Christ. You know, part of the kingdom walk, part of this glorifying God is suffering. Why? Because God suffered. Why? Because he sent his son here. Jesus is the son of God. Jesus suffered. Right? For what? For his Father's glory. For what? For grace. To save us from our own self. Again, without the grace of God and what Jesus Christ did on the cross, we would not exist. Oh. So may we live our lives unto the glory of God displayed through the redeeming death of Jesus Christ. May we live our lives unto the glory of God displayed through the redeeming death death of Jesus. May we reflect his glory, his magnificence. May we reflect the glory of his grace poured out through the glory of his son Jesus, through the glory of the cross. So I ask you today, whose image are you displaying? The man in the mirror or the man on the mantle? May we live to glorify God through the redeeming blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless you guys.